0: Welcome back.
1: Boy, you are a little rusty. Hey. <laughs>
0: Welcome back to you've got a minute, the minute by minute, you've got mail recap and review podcast. I'm Cheyenne.
1: I'm Eli. You did it.
0: I'm I did an intro.
1: And you introduced yourself in the intro.
0: Just, just to do it again. I'm Cheyenne. It feels good.
1: <laughs> now she's just showing off.
0: So recap. Wait, did we introduce you, or is it double me? This is a show hosted by me and me. Sister, sister. Talk about a two-way twister. Hi, climbing I'm. Climbing Tam- up a family tree. I'm Tamara. With sibling, the synchronicity.
1: So you've got mail. <laughs> ...is a movie starring Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan from 1998, directed by Nora Ephron, and we are in the 20s somewhere. What minute 20? We
0: are in minute 24, turning into 25. We have just left a carnival, and we are on the absolute precipice of Joe and Kathleen meeting.
1: Meeting, yeah. Yeah, not intersecting, because they, as we've seen, they've done that a lot, but they're finally going to meet... And where should they meet but the shop around the corner?
0: Dun dun dun. So let's talk about what happens in this scene.
1: Sure thing. In this scene, uh, Joe has just left the carnival with uh, Abigail and Matthew. And they see a sign outside of the shop around the corner saying that there is a storybook lady event. The sign is a charming little raggedy Ann doll dressed Mm -hmm. as a, a princess with a little... What, are those, what do you call those high...
0: They're princess cone hats.
1: Yeah, what do you... There's got to be a... You're
0: a dunce, but you're a princess.
1: <laughs> I should know the word for those. I took costuming classes in theater. Uh, yeah, she's got on one of those high, like, princess in the pea looking hats, this little Rapunzel thing, and, and Annabelle gets excited and says, let's go inside, see a storybook lady. And it's Meg Ryan, also wearing that hat, reading uh, Roald Dahl's autobiography, Boy.
0: And I alone who had the idea for the great and daring mouse plot we all have our moments of brilliance and glory and this was mine this scene kind of like the carnival it's kind of a long stretch of Kathleen just reading out of a book and as she's reading you hear her connection with the audience but what Nora Ephron chooses to do is actually pan across all of the kids in her store that are just totally enthralled in a way that I don't think you could get kid actors to do if it wasn't genuine.
1: Yeah, this was probably, like the shot of the kids was probably not the first, or it was probably probably close to the first take, right? Because if you've done 10 takes of that, you're not gonna get genuine reactions Mm -hmm. from kids who are just having to sit there and emote with their faces. And I think it's a pretty fair representation of the mix that you would get there. Like (laughs) some kids are amused, Some kids are entranced. Some kids are bored. One girl looks very worried.
0: Well, another one looks way, way stoned.
1: Yep, yeah, yeah. And
0: then there is Tom Hanks.
1: Tom Hanks is the only adult that's, like, squatted down with his kids. And kind of like what we talked about with the carnival scene, I really think this is a moment that's meant to make you love kathleen in the way that seeing joe with the kids is supposed to make you love joe Mm -hmm. you know this this is meant to show you the good side of these people and they do it in the really cheap way of just showing them being nice to kids it works
0: and joe fox is enthralled with this story you can just tell that he's smitten with kathleen right off the bat
1: this is the first time anyone's actually read a book in front of joe and he's this (laughs) This is is
0: what it's like
1: (laughs) to him it was just a business until this moment And he said, finally, now I know why people open these up. I've always just judged them by their covers.
0: So this is almost all that happens in this scene. So I have to ask you, Eli, what was your favorite book as a kid?
1: My favorite book, like period
0: period. Like, let's say, let's stay in the Annabelle. You said Abigail. Is it Annabelle? or Abigail? Did I say Abigail? Mm-hmm. Annabelle. It's Annabelle. She's nine. Matthew's like four. So somewhere in there, what was your favorite book?
1: Well, it would have been different at those ages. When I was really little, mom would read to us every night. And it got to the point where she could basically recite most Dr. Seuss books from memory, like without having to read them. She was very good at it. Um, so probably like Go, dog, go, or one fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish, when I was, you know, like Matthew's age. And by the time I was a little bit older, by the time I was Annabelle's age, of course, I went through the goosebumps phase naturally.
0: Oh, yes. Like you
1: do. And then, uh, you know, just moving out of elementary school, when I was in fourth grade, I started reading the Redwall books, and that basically just changed who I was as a person <laughs> for three yeah, or four years. In
0: what sort of way?
1: Uh, oh, man. I just start, started spending a lot of time out in nature. Um, I got really into fantasy. I learned HTML just so that I could build Redwall fan sites. Like this was a <laughs> okay, okay. this was a time <laughs> for me. So yeah, I would say those are sort of the arcs. Is is like Doctor Seuss and then Goosebumps and then Redwall.
0: Okay, so the middle of our Venn diagram is Goosebumps. Yeah. Um, I won. <laughs> As you know, I won a bean counting contest. I've heard first, this story, first, yes, first. quite a lot. It wasn't even counting, it was a guessing. And I won out of the whole school, the whole elementary school. And I got a $5 Barnes & Noble gift card for winning. That's
1: insane! Like, for you to- I
0: for such a such a small prize, for such a giant skill.
1: Well, I mean, such a small prize for such a feat, yes.
0: <laughs> yes!
1: I don't know if a skill and a feat are always the same, but sure.
0: So I wander into the Barnes and Noble and like, I know I need a Goosebumps book, but I mean, they're all like four seventy nine, so I can only get one. Oh, And man. just the choice paralysis overwhelmed me. What'd you get? I, well, I would love you to guess.
1: Was it a Goosebumps book? Or yes.
0: It? No, no. It was a Goosebumps book. Um. And, and keep in mind that I, at this age, I strictly would have purchased it based on the cover.
1: Yeah. Well, like we all did. Um. I don't know, man, like, Say Cheese and Die is sort of the classic.
0: That's the one that I probably want on, like, a t-shirt now. It was the, what is the one, it's got a top hat and a scary fucking rabbit coming out of it.
1: Bad Hair Day.
0: Bad Hair Day. And it wasn't good.
1: No, no, Bad Hair Day was not a good book, if I remember correctly.
0: But, so, I had goosebumps, really going on a tangent here. My two other stacks in my childhood pyramid of favorite books were American girls all books.
1: Okay, makes sense.
0: Specifically about Samantha or Molly. That was like, I felt like you mix those two together and you got my personality.
1: Or that was what you aspired towards?
0: No, I felt like I was already a little rich Victorian girl. And uh, on the brink of war American.
1: Listeners, my wife was none of those things, (laughs) but go on.
0: I, I felt it. It's like when Lady Gaga, when she released the fame and she's like, I was already famous in my heart.
1: Oh, wow. Okay. I was
0: already an American Girl doll yeah. in my heart. <laughs> yeah. Third thing. I was obsessed with The Lion King. My whole room, everything yeah. was Lion King. You went as
1: Nala multiple times, I've heard. Yeah.
0: Three years in a row, I yeah. was Nala. My mom would just <laughs> get me books that were The Lion King, and I had them on tape. I had them just as regular books. My The pages were ruined. They were read so many times.
1: That's that's very sweet. I I don't know why, but I love that about you.
0: To wrap this all up, as wonderful as our own book selections are, the story reading ends, Kathleen wraps up, and we quickly transition into what the next minute's going to be, which is kind of our whole cast of characters thus far, minus Patricia and Kevin, Mm -hmm. all in the shop around the corner. There's no
1: Frank. It's the shop around the corner cast, and then Joe has his entourage of his aunt and brother.
0: Let's be clear the spirit of frank is all around us
1: (laughs) right wherever two or more are gathered in his name frank is there with them
0: he's like santa he's always that's not
1: that's not what santa is i was specifically referencing jesus
0: well where do you think santa comes from Do you think that Santa's power
1: is derived from Jesus?
0: I just think it's a standard. Like, Jesus is very scary for children, but Santa has all kind of the same, you know, he's omniscient, he judges you, he decides your fate. You know, Jesus is more the long term, but Santa's got that December hook. Just, (laughs) he's in it. You know what, folks? There's another minute on the way. There's not much that happened in this scene other than reading, so... Until next
1: time. Until next time.
0: Merry Christmas.
1: And thank you all, everyone.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of You've Got a Minute. You can find future episodes wherever you get your podcast. And hey, if you'd like to leave us a review, we would really appreciate that. If you'd like to say hi, our email is ygampodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you, and we'll see you next episode.